15 minutes after 4 o'clock, Sitsidi is joining us on the line. A very good morning to you. Good morning, Kanye. How are you? I'm doing very well. Thank you so much for being with us this morning. How was your Heritage Day break? It was amazing. I had time to catch up with some friends, which hardly happened. So, yeah, it was amazing. And yours? Mine was lovely. I would spend the day on the road for the most part. I was in the Limpopo province uh, for a wedding. My home province. Your home province, girl. <laughs> and let me just tell you, I was treated very well. You know, if there's one thing I can tell you, Limpopo has hospitality. It does. We, we just like that. We warm like that. So today we're talking about giving yourself the renewal that counts And you say that nature is in constant renewal And it might seem stagnant, yet it's not Why is it Mm. important to give ourselves the renewal? So, you know, um, I always make an example that the trees renew themselves with each season, right? And Mm. the same spirit that lives in nature lives in us and so we are born to be that those creatures or, or, or those elements of nature that, that are constant that are constantly in renewal. And that is purely for the, for the purpose of growth, you know. Each time you renew yourself or each time you renew your mind, you step into a new you, it's, it's like stepping into a new door or a new path of your life, therein experiencing the prosperity that matters. But as human beings, we've just learned this habit of excusing ourselves why we can't renew the mind and we're saying, no, you know, I'm born like this, I was born to do this, I can't change it, I took this after my mother, my grandmother, which is not even true. Mm. Nobody is born like anything. We are all born pure and then we learn. And so anything that we learn, we can totally unlearn. Very, very true. And you say that it's important to give yourself a spring cleaning of the mind. Yeah, that is the spring cleaning that counts, you know. So so think about this, right? The same habits and the same patterns that got you into this state of mind, into this state of living, mm. cannot transform your state of living. You know what I mean? So if you are in this state of, of, of life and you're thinking, hmm, there's growth that is required, you cannot carry the same habits into the next pattern of your life wherein you're chasing prosperity. And so this is the sprinkling in that counts because you have to say to yourself, I've lived this life the way I've lived it, but I'm now ready to transform myself. And for me, it always starts in the mind. What the mind possesses every day and what the mind does every day will perpetuate the same cycle. And so we'll always come out and say, oh, but then it doesn't work. No, it works for certain people. No, I'm just born to be poor, for example. No, I can never change this habit. And, 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 and. And the excuses piles up, but we forgot the most important tool. Remember, can you and I spoke about your mind being the tool and the tool that you can use it to transform from your life. You that know? is very, so, very true. Mm, so the spring cleaning of the mind starts with us filtering the friendship circles. And the friendship circles, I'm using the word friendship very loosely, but I mean all the compartments, the work colleagues, the the, 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 the relatives, the 
that you know the how you, how we engaging with the children all of the the human activities that we have in this cycle we have to start by filtering them mm. and that is important because let me tell you this we make excuses that oh no you can't choose your family but you can you can choose your friend but you can't choose your family it's fine. I hear that. But you can choose how you want people to treat you. And that is important. And so the first cleaning is the first bold step that we do. Because some people will see you change, Kanye, yeah. and then they'll see what they like about you. But then because that which is changing is projecting their fears, they'll tell you to slow down, you're doing too hard, you're too ambitious, you'll never, you'll never, you'll never. Some people dropped and fell. That's got nothing to do with you. On your journey, it's got nothing to do with how many people fell. Yeah. They fell for their own issues and for their own habits and patterns. You know, you are not in their shoes, so you don't know why they fell. So take your own journey and filter your friendship cycle. That is very important. You know, I often read that the higher up you go, the less people can go with you. And I suppose that's just because, you know, it makes people feel uncomfortable at times when you are growing and they are not. And when they see you succeeding and you are not. In fact, um, I once listened to a sermon and, the, and it was entitled, Why Don't They Like Me? You know, and um, in, <laughs> and, and, and you know, the minister was noting that when you were all struggling together, everybody liked you, everybody wanted to motivate you, everybody had a good word of advice for you. But then when you started going, when you started going up and when things started happening, people change, you know, their attitudes towards you change, people that start becoming cold, people start becoming offish. And then you wonder, but why don't they like me anymore? And the minister was noting, it's not you that they don't like, it's the gift that they don't like, it's the success that they don't like, it's the moving up that they don't like. But because those things are with you, then you think it's you that they don't like, but you, they like but the yeah. success in you, they don't like. And and can you, would you not agree that with that, it's the projection of their own fears? Yes. You know, because when you see something unfolding, unfolding into greatness, you, the one, the, the, the one who's observing it or the one who's watching it, you're thinking, yo, how big is this? You're becoming to be so skeptical of it. What is, you know, you, you just, it's like a, a, a volcano erupting right in front of your eyes. Mm. And you're just so scared of this next great thing. And for me, it, I'm not saying people should cut people out of their life. Sure. I'm just saying observe how people talk to you. Observe how feedback comes to you. Because some of the feedback does not necessarily have to be applied in your life. Some of the feedback, you just have to observe it and say, it's fine. It's got nothing to do with me. Mm. But everything to do with someone's, uh, um, you know, fears. And you move on. But I'm, I'm, I'm strict and I'm firm where people are ill-treating me. Yeah. And therein, my food is firm. Because on my way to prosperity, I cannot ha- afford to have people who are jealous and people who are ill-treating me just because of their own fears and they are not yet ready to sprinkle in their mind. And so therein, I will confront the situation and say, girl or guy, here you are doing this, this, this is my observation because I need to also make sure that I'm not uh, having my perception onto the friend. I will tell them that this is what I'm observing and if this is true, then you and I cannot continue to be friends. 
sure there's no bad vibes hanging around me. Mm. I, I call it out. I leave, I leave every friendship with a clean and a clear conscience. That is very important. And you say the second point is that we must be observant of our lives. You say, otherwise, what is taking your time if not your life? Interesting exactly. point. <laughs> I mean, for me, I'm thinking, this is your life, right? And as far as we know, we only get a chance to live it once, right? And so if you are not the observer in your life, observing every trait, every every excuse, every habit, every thought. What else is taking your time? I don't understand what else can be more important than being the observer in your own life. And when it comes to being an observer in your own life, a lot of times we spend our time building other people's kingdom. And other people's uh, king, you know, dreams because we're too scared to build our own. Talk to us about that. Yeah, I mean, building your own. So, so being the observer in your life makes puts you in the responsibility table. You no longer can excuse it and say, "I did not know." So, when you are observant about your life, you have to say, um, "I recognize that is a mistake, and I need to fix it." Mm-hmm. Or, "I recognize that is a weak point; I need to work on it." It puts you on the table of the doers. So, we don't want to do that because once we know, we can no longer excuse it. You see what I mean? So, we want we don't want to observe it, and we don't want to take time and review our lives. So it's much easier to sit back and criticize Kanye or Wutokwa instead of criticizing and working on ourselves. So it's just another delay tactic of that we, we work on. But it's delaying nothing but the greatness in us. And so I would say let's start now and be observant of our lives. And the nice thing about, uh, about it, Kanye, is that once you are observant about something in your life, you can only work on it. Yeah. The worst thing is that you can only put more time and work on it. And there's nothing else. You know, nobody's going to die. Absolutely important. And last but not least, third point, you say your mistakes matter. They did not happen by chance. Yeah. I believe that the, the message are part of the, the language of the universe or the language of the gods, that which you believe in. When we, the mistakes are the silent voice that takes you back onto the path. And the mistakes are, you know, you are, you are dead out of, out of the, the, the path, come back, come back onto the path, come back onto the path. And we don't want to listen to that because we're thinking, ah, it happened by chance, and then we want to blame the next person. But then when you, when you are observant, you would realize what sort patterns got you into that mistake. And so you're starting to take a lesson out of it. One thing that we don't do so well is to take the lessons out of our mistakes. And so we, we go into the shaming, into the embarrassment. But then once you, you take all the so-called embarrassment because you're thinking, you can embarrass me, you can embarrass life. Life is greater than you and I and bigger than the perceptions. So take the lessons out of the mistakes. And that's the only thing that matters. You take the lessons and you back on the path and you run. You say that we are not born to live a normal life of schooling, working, and waiting for death. You are born to meet the best version of yourself. However, oh. getting to the best version of yourself is the real journey, isn't it? It is. It is. And the moment we know that, I, I always get chills when I talk about this way, because it pains me. 
that we still believe that life is about that routine. It's never, and it's not about that routine. Mm. And it's the responsibility of us you and people who get it to preach it and say we are here to meet the best version of ourselves we are here to let god or the universe or the gods to transform themselves in us so that we can leave our finger our 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 prints on this universe and they can say Tidi was here kanye was here imagine if all of us collectively were unleashing our gifts Imagine how this world will be. It will be such a beautiful place because there will just be beautiful songs, beautiful talents, beautiful art, everything out there. So we're not here to live a normal life. Each and every one of us have got talents, and by constant renewal of the mind, we begin to meet the best versions of ourselves. You know what? I think I'm still on that journey. And how do you know when you've met the best version of yourself? You have to be constantly daring. Dare yourself and dare life. Because when you're daring, you begin to live out of the routine life in mm. your mind. Mm. Your mind works better when it's out of the comfort zone, when it's having to think, when it doesn't know when it's the next best thing. And, and you don't respect your fears because your fears will respect you more when you are daring. Your fears will be more supportive of you when you are daring because they begin to know that uh uh-uh, this one is not feared or scared of anything. Mm. Live a daring life and you are constantly on your journey to meet a best version of yourself. I'm not saying be disruptive. I'm saying be daring in your day-to-day. Challenge yourself to do something. Mm. That thing that you're scared of, yeah. challenge yourself and do it. And actually, when you overcome a fear, you know, there's just that unexpressed, um, you know, that inexpressible joy that you feel when you're like, yeah. I can't believe this is what I've been scared of all along. Yeah. And, and now that fear is gone and now you can do It's like with swimming, you know, when, you, <laughs> when you're scared of the water and you don't yeah. want to go, you know, I'm scared of drowning or whatever. But the day you yeah. take, um, you know, that leap of faith and you, and, you, and you jump into the pool and the day you swim in your first lap, you're like, oh my God, I actually swim. Is this, is, this, is this what I was scared of? Really? <laughs> so a daring life is exactly like that. Mm. And imagine when I can having a bag of daring, you know, daringness or darings in your bag. Each time there's this daring in your bag. Each time there's this daring in your bag. You'll, you will never be, look, fears will always be there. But they will not, you, you begin to collaborate with the fear because you know that the worst thing that can happen is not getting it right the first time, but then you'll get it right the next time. And so you continuously dare and dare yourself. Thank you so much, Tiri, uh, for joining us. And uh, this has definitely been a, a much-needed conversation, and I'm definitely sure our listeners are also learning so much. Give yourself the renewal mm. that accounts. What are some of your social media handles that our listeners can connect with you on? Um, on Twitter, my, my, my handle is Miss underscore Bila, and on Facebook, I am, um, it is TD at ITJ. And if you want to send us an email, you can send it through to TD at imperativejourney.co.za. Thank you so much. And CD spell T-S-H-I-D-I-B-I-P-I-L-A. 29 minutes before 5 o'clock. Here's Whitney Houston. I look to you.